0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today we're in part three in our conversation on doubt. We hope you enjoy. And I don't want to take this one verse and arrive at this huge idea, but this is just one example. But I I think the reality is, I think if you were to look at throughout the Bible, you would see that doubt exists and God's not shocked by it. God's not um, looking upon our doubts if you have them and saying, oh man, well, you know, I don't love you and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, not going to chat with you. I'm not going to be in relationship with you because you have doubts. And I think that's, I hope that's an encouragement to some, because when I look at that passage, when I was reminded of that passage, as I was thinking about this topic, it really did provide me with some comfort um, to read that and to, and to realize, man, even in his doubt, um, Jesus, Jesus loved him
1: and served him. Jesus wasn't waiting. Jesus wasn't, Jesus wasn't loving him or serving him equal to his love. Yeah. Like this other guy, like I, Jesus loves me despite my lack of love towards him. Yep. It's this very different way of I guess it's one of those backwardsness ways of who Jesus is, where you belong and you're, you belong first and then your beliefs change along with it. It's not, it's not a, um, it's not, he doesn't wait for us to believe the right way before he cares, or Yeah. Before he loves us. Yep. And that's the, you have to, you have to know first. That you belong, regardless of your beliefs, and knowing that you belong to this this God Jesus, then your beliefs start to adjust towards Him. When you realize that you are a deeply loved person,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: not I have to believe right and then I'll be loved by God. I better make sure I believe the right way because then and only then will He love me. It's it's the opposite. He loves us first, and that's what that's what molds and marks our belief system and how and how we how we live.
0: Yeah. It's such a profound statement that you just said. Um, And I wish we could just pause. I wish it could sink in to our hearts and to anyone who's listening heart, but like you are loved despite your doubt. I mean, that's, that's profound. And I wish that all of us could experience that. Not just, not just in our thinking, but if we went throughout our day knowing that we're loved, it changes everything. I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but that's what we see in this passage, right? Um, that we're loved despite our doubt. I want to look at one more passage because we see this as well. And there's the classic case of doubting Thomas, right? Um, mm-hmm. one of he gets a bad disciples. rap disciples, yeah, he gets a bad rap, but what we see in, um, John chapter 20, uh, verse 24, it says now Thomas, one of the 12 called the twin was not with them when Jesus came to them. This is after right. The, the um, crucifixion and the resurrection and Jesus came before the disciples. Thomas wasn't there. So that's what, that's what this is referring to. But verse 25 says, so the other disciples told him, we've seen the Lord, but he said to them, unless I, and this is Thomas speaking, unless I see his hands, the mark of the nails and place my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. So pretty, pretty strong language. Um verse 26 says 8 days later his disciples were inside again and Thomas was with them although the doors were locked Jesus came in and stood among them and so Jesus is now I guess walking through walls um but Jesus came and stood among them and said peace be with you and then he said to Thomas put your finger here and see my hands uh and put out your hand and place it in my side do not disbelieve, but believe. and Thomas answered him, "My Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, "Have you believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And so obviously Jesus is encouraging belief, but he doesn't he doesn't approach Thomas in this angry, spiteful, condescending, passive-aggressive tone. He actually honors his request. Thomas asks, you know, I won't believe unless this happens. And Jesus does that, right? He, I mean, we're talking about if we believe the Bible's true, I mean, this is the son of God and the son of God and and this human, right? Who's just, I don't, I'm not going to believe that's not true you know, the son of God humbles himself to take him by the hand and, you know, put your finger here, put your hand here. I'm going to, sh- I'm going to love you and serve you and in, 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 in spite of your doubt. And so I think the invitation that this isn't a rebuke as much, much as it's an invitation by Jesus to believe. And I think for those of you listening, it's like, you're gonna you're gonna have doubts sometimes you're gonna have questions and i think the invitation here is is to believe and when and if you don't you know stay curious stay open and know that even even in those moments of disbelief and in questioning and in doubt you're loved by god thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.